Welcome to the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Kate Moore Youssef, and I'm a wellbeing and lifestyle coach, EFT practitioner, mum to four kids, and passionate about helping more women to understand and accept their amazing ADHD brains. After speaking to many women just like me, and probably you, I know there is a need for more health and lifestyle support for women newly diagnosed with ADHD. In these conversations, you'll learn from insightful guests, hear new findings and discover powerful perspectives and lifestyle tools to enable you to live your most fulfilled, calm and purposeful life wherever you are on your ADHD journey. Here's today's episode. So hi everyone, welcome back to the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Kate Moore Youssef, your host, and today I'm really excited because I have the founders of Dirty, which is the leading functional mushroom brand in the UK. Unbelievable. Um, you've had over 40,000 customers and it's two brothers, Andrew and Simon Salter, based in London. And the reason why I've got you guys onto the podcast today is because I'm a huge believer in the power, um, the healing power of the mushroom. And it's something that I use on a daily basis. And I really want to be able to go into this, talk about it, see how it can help our ADHD. I know you guys are really sort of well-versed in this area. So Andrew and Simon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having us. So boys, if you're happy with me to refer to you as the collective, um, tell me a or little... the Mushroom Brothers. The Mushroom Brothers, exactly. That's all we know, yeah. So you guys haven't come from this mushroom area. There's there's obviously a huge amount of passion there and there's a huge amount of belief in your brand. There's a belief in the power of what the mushroom can do. Can you give us a little bit of a backstory as to um, where you came from and why you decided to set up this brand and how it's helped you both personally. I know there's ADHD in the mix as well. So whoever wants yeah. to kick off and kind of give us a little bit of a background, um, go for it. So my brother and I have been remarkably close uh, since a young age. Uh, so I think it was always inevitable that we were going to work What's together. the age difference between you? I'm the younger but more wise brother. <laughs> That's Andrew with the hair. So my brother's a more modest one, as you can tell. Uh, I'm 39. I'm going to be 40 this year. But I've never really defined uh, my age in comparison to those of my friends and so forth, because it's very easy to get caught up in that uh, capacity of a number mm. and where you should be in life. But my brother is only slightly younger. He's uh, 32. Okay. Born in 1990. Oh, wow. That is young. He's a February chap. <laughs> so, but you guys have always been close. One of those millennials. <laughs> so yeah, um, always been very close. Uh, we've always shared a huge ambition to be successful. We're both very creative uh, and very entrepreneurial. And we started, I mean, we started businesses when we were both in school. And along the way, we have had a number of very successful businesses, uh, which resulted in us starting an incubator where we partnered up with young founders, first time CEOs um, with a desire to help them take their ideas to market and then scale them. We've always been very good brand builders and that's come from really understanding both the audience and the culture. And we've always been very good at taking something that's niche or has a stigma around it and popularizing it and taking it to the mainstream. We've always understood social media very well and how to connect with that generation through social media. And we've always been very good, and in particular, my brother, finding trends, 
before they become trends, but just having that gut feeling that this thing is valuable to the world and humanity. Um, and we want to be the right ones to sort of uh, spearhead that. So we've worked in all sorts of different sectors in food tech, consumer tech, media, entertainment and wellness. Um, we kind of gained our first success with a movement which we formed called Feeling Nuts, which was all about getting guys to check their balls for testicular cancer. If you catch testicular cancer early, it's, in, it's completely curable. Um, unfortunately, there's a stigma that existed around that and guys too embarrassed to talk about their health, let alone when it's in the nether regions. So we went about changing that uh, and created a huge movement centered around celebrating the positive results of staying in check with your body and ahead of your health rather than waiting for an issue to occur, um, which obviously led to our passion for what we're doing now. Um, and that was a huge movement. Huge celebrities got behind it, uh, including another billion people who participated in the movement. And it ended up with a, a TV show in Channel 4. And that was our first sort of success together. Um, and yeah, that goes back. That was like 2014. And along the way, um, what we've noticed is it's relevant to everyone. Um, and but really we saw it and we noticed it in our community and with ourselves is that when you really really want to achieve and you're part of what's referred to as hustle culture you won't let anything stop you and my brother and I have uh, you know forever struggled with focus I think one of the first companies we ever established was called Daydreamers because hmm. <laughs> uh, hmm. our brains always tended to wander and you know when we got down our journey a few years into a journey uh, we did start to feel quite exhausted um, you know sort of a lack of energy issues with sleep which all start to have a result on the way you feel and your mental health um, and your productivity which we won't gonna accept and we saw a lot of our friends and the entrepreneurs we were working with um, having similar issues but what they would do is they would take um, conventional medicine in order solve that problem or like my brother refers to it it's more of managing disease not uh, resolving disease but the thing that I never liked about it uh, was the fact that you would take a pill it might resolve one issue but it tends to create six seven others do you mind me saying I, I think uh, when you're uh, telling this narrative um, I think it's important the whole idea of distinctive distinction in, in age me being older the interesting thing Kate is that I didn't really have the tools or the ideas or the education to understand what was going on, certainly my brother, because being the protector, being the older brother. But when we were at school, we weren't really educated about the mind and body. We did do science, chemistry, biology, and so forth. But there was real no kind of knowledge that was given to us around the importance of, of the mind and the body. So, you know, you're going to these uncharted territories of building a business, and he called it hustle culture. And, and, you know, we were building a company, becoming a CEO of a company, but we weren't really becoming a CEO of our own body. We were completely disconnected. So quite rightly, you know, <clears throat> we'd go to our family doctor, because, you know, we were curious about the way we were feeling. I didn't have the answers, uh, which was an insecurity for me because, you know, I, I'm very much a fan of prevention, very much prevention uh, um, over allopathic medicines. But when you sit with your family doctor, their bandwidth of knowledge is incredibly limited. And uh, it's very much an old school, old book kind of mentality. So anything that's based on prevention, anything that's based on ancestral kind of approaches to improve mind and body, it is not within their remit. So when you go and see a doctor, they almost become the pharma agent, you know, dishing you these pills. And the reality is, it's dealing with the symptom, not the cause. And in most cases, like I was talking about sleep deprivation, these other kind of symptomatic kind of experiences, it really does come from the gut and the immune system.
And that was incredibly redundant. We weren't really educated. It wasn't really told about. It was a completely redundant kind of uh, narrative. And I think what, you know, what Andy's going on to say, which is true, is the fact that, you know, you take one pill, uh, it may numb. It's almost like, you know, wrapping a bandage around a splinter on your finger. It may wrap it around, but the splinter's there and it's, it's creating more inflammation and it's proliferating other parts of the body. So you're actually not really dealing with it. You're dealing with numbing it. It's like the, the, the one pill fits us all. You know, this, everyone wants a silver bullet kind of approach. Andrew and I, we were very much against that allopathic approach. Uh, we were very curious about there must be other kind of preventional approaches. And, and um, one thing I was fascinated by was that these different ancestral tools, and one of which, which is bringing us to the, the idea of mushrooms. Um, we were we were invited by a dear friend of us to go and meet a mushroom tea master. Randomly, there was a mushroom tea master in West London. Uh, and she was a wonderful, ethical lady who was here for about two weeks. And they said, you, you must go and see her. Now, of course, this is where the misconception starts. You know, you think of mushrooms, you think about the magical side that you're going to crack the door open and go into this kind of uh, infinite realms of uh, different kind of experiences. There's um, actually a phrase used in the mycology society which is called mycophobia, which is the irrational fear of mushrooms. Uh, and I think humans tend uh, to either disregard, ignore, or even destroy things that they don't understand. And what we realized from this evening that genuinely changed our lives, uh, so much so it's become our lives, that's why we're the Mushroom Brothers, is that we are uneducated about fungi and mushrooms, and it's certainly undeserved. And knowing about it or not without fungi nothing on planet earth would be able to thrive survive or live and fungi were the first species to actually come to planet earth over a billion year, years ago so they came way before us uh, and when they did that they created something called the mycelial network so there's a great documentary on, uh, called fantastic fungi that beautifully explained this so i highly recommend anyone who hasn't seen it um, but essentially, fungi live most of their lives as fungi networks, which are these tubular cells that live underground. Uh, and it's essentially what connects up the entire forest. So it's how plants and trees communicate with each other. They share nutrients, minerals, vitamins. Um, they live in the root system of plants. And actually, when fungi came to planet Earth, they would eat rock in order to survive. And they're one of, if not the only... Uh, organism that can actually convert something from one matter or transform something from one matter into another matter. So they would actually transform rock into soil, which gave the ability for plants to be able to live and survive. And when we look at the sort of fungi kingdom, so you have the plant kingdom, you have the animal kingdom, but you actually, the fungi kingdom are its own kingdom. Um, there are so many fungi, they actually outweigh plants eight to one wow. so there are far more fungi on this planet than there are plants there's probably over two million just only around 140,000 have been explained so why are we only just hearing now I mean I know obviously they've been around forever I mean is there ancient evidence that you know um, communities were using fungi you know hundreds of years ago like why is it feel like such a modern finding that we're only just understanding the healing properties of something that's so ancient and so powerful yeah. so i think it's one of the greatest paradox because 
it steeps heavily in ancestral kind of uh, narrative and evidence-based you know you'd see in hieroglyphics you in egypt there you know mushrooms were defined as the food of the gods in five in the fifth bc when the the father of medicine uh, hippocrates he would always talk about the power of healing would always talk about mushrooms actually one mushroom he spoke about was a garricon and he defined that as one of the greatest medicines that mother nature has ever offered us and then you look back into the tao dynasty you know thousands of years ago great chinese uh, leaders and emperors they would consume actually a mushroom which we have as well which is reishi and reishi which is known as the calming mushroom and interestingly enough it was so rare back then that only leaders and emperors would uh, would consume this tea because it would put them in a very calm state it would dispel them of any kind of bacterial inflammation they would there was a mushroom of longevity now should any nobleman in that period of time be seen with a reishi they would be instantly executed it was really held up as this kind of gift from the gods and interestingly enough you know it's been lost in translation and Andy brought up that wonderful term of mycophobia this irrational fear of mushrooms and certainly the 60s didn't help with nixon putting uh the the war on on uh on drugs but certainly defined all mushrooms also just to point out that when we talk about mushrooms like reishi they're functional mushrooms they never were and they never will be psychedelic so within that vast kingdom that you have the psychedelic ones which you know, have been known to be used for recreational and fun, but obviously, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later, uh, also getting a lot of backing from the science community now when it comes to PTSD yeah. and mental health. But the, the mushrooms that Dirty focuses on are functional mushrooms, mm -hmm. which can be consumed every single day and, and aren't psychedelic. I just thought I'd point that out. No, I mean, it's, this, is, this yeah. is, you know, I personally am so interested in both sides of the mushrooms and I... I mean, what you sure. said, I'm just going to backtrack a little bit just from the very beginning of the conversation when you said you guys have always been interested in entrepreneurship, innovation, being ahead of trends. I mean, this is a very ADHD trait. You know, there's some very difficult parts of ADHD, but some of the strength based approaches, what I love working with is really acknowledging these traits of ADHD. And that is very much being able to sort of see ahead the bigger picture, being able to um, champion, you know, these niche things and the fact that you have brought you know, functional mushrooms into Soho House, Selfridges, you've got celebs talking about it, you're doing festivals, you've got all sorts of cool things going on. You've made this like an aspirational brand is for me what you know screams adhd because you are seeing something and really making it your own and i just think it's quite interesting that the how much it can help adhd as well and and the reason why i came across dirty is that, um, a friend of mine recommended recommended you guys recommended trying it and you guys very kindly a few months ago sent me or four of your tins and I use them every single day. And I, I don't know if this is the right way of using it or not, but I kind of like was a bit of a mixologist with the mushrooms and I kind of use the different ones when I needed say more energy, more focus. I need a mood regulation. I use my hormones, um, my cycle to know when I what I needed. So, you know, the beginning of my cycle when I had energy and uh, my focus was there and my mood was good. Um, I kind of use things like, you know, if I was working out, so I'd use the different mushrooms for that. And then as things sort of started dipping towards the last two weeks of my cycle, the mushrooms really came into their own. And I have um, my 
I have literally like my ceremonial coffee in the morning from my, my Nespresso um, machine. And it's like literally my moment of heaven. Five minutes I sit and I put all the mushroom powders in. And for me, that really gave me a boost um, boost in the day. And that's when I realized it did work um, because I noticed when I didn't use them. And so I personally, you know, a huge advocate for it. And I want people to understand how they can use mushrooms and um, functional mushrooms to get them through the day, to get them through those difficult days, especially as women um with ADHD our cycle is very prominent so we feel things much stronger on a day-to-day -day basis with regards to our cycle and so knowing that we've got something to help us with our immune system sleep brain health mood regulation burnout in the ADHD community is massive um, I did a, a burnout workshop not that long ago and I had like 60 people show up you know this was unprecedented it was my most popular workshop and that is because um, we have lots of ideas like you guys. We um, are constantly busy. Our brains never want to stop. We're always wanting to be productive. And we find it really hard to switch off. And that burnout cycle just keeps coming back. And especially because we find it really hard to sleep. And I know mm. that mushrooms can help with this. So perhaps you can sure. talk to, I think maybe your audience are people who are perhaps in this in this cycle who are busy and they're leading exciting lives and or maybe just don't want to go down the traditional pharmaceutical route or want to support themselves while they are taking ADHD medication there's so many different ways of using the mushrooms and I just wondered if you could maybe give us a little bit of a pit stop of the top mushrooms that you'd advise for maybe ADHD I know that lion's mane always comes up Maybe we can start with lion's mane and you can tell us a little bit about what lion, lion's mane does and why it's always talked about with ADHD. I think there's a lot we can cover. You, you've mentioned menopause. Uh, we have a huge community um, and a huge audience with women who have written to us daily on how they've resolved a lot of the symptoms around menopause. I'd say that ADHD is one of the biggest reasons that people come to us, uh, particularly for lion's mane. We'll go into the detail about that as well. And then, yeah, chronic burnout, you know, physical and emotional exhaustion is something we're very aware of as well. Um, and it's something that's really helped us. And the incredible thing about these mushrooms are they have a role to play in all of these subjects, but they can be consumed throughout the day and they're easily added to your daily routine. Like you say, you literally take a teaspoon of this powder that contains all the active compounds that helps you function better, does all the healing and you add it to your coffee or you add it to hot water or you add it to your smoothie and then you're good to go for the day or the evening depending when you take uh, but so should we run through the the science and the benefits yeah if we go through if i kick off quickly with lion's mane and um we'll share this one because it's it's both of our favorites our favorite mushrooms um you know there's uh, I'll, I'll go back and on the narrative you know th uh, just over two thousand years ago shaolin monks would uh, would use uh, lion's mane which is the you know a lion's mane is a beautiful looking um mushroom looks like a mane of a lush mushroom in the latin term ironically it's, it looks it's, like a brain <laughs> yeah and it looks like a brain um and you actually see it doesn't it doesn't have a cap like most mushrooms it has teeth and looks like a waterfall of icicles it's the most stunning looking mushroom but um and shaolin monks would use these thousands of years years ago to kind of activate their chi get a deeper state of meditation so it was used back then lost in translation but what is wonderful today is that there is science and many studies are allowing us to rediscover what our ancient cultures just knew all those years ago. So with lion's mane, um, the one most amazing thing about it is there's a compound called aranesines, which is found in lion's mane, lion's mane, which is a very light molecule, light enough to break through the brain blood barrier and activate something called neurogrowth factor. 
and that's the stimulation of new brain cells in the hippocampus and what has been shown from studies is an increase in focus memory recall and a very much a, a calm state um, for those three reasons that has been shown from certainly our customers and just generally those who consume uh, lion's mane to put them in more of a focused state the distraction prevails certainly with adhd and i think just generally anyone um so having uh, lion's mane and drinking this does activate this this concept of neural growth factor which was founded in 1994 and the research in it is is incomparable it's, it's absolutely amazing i would say this categorically very candidly there's more human clinical studies that is required to kind of prove the benefits but the human experience is undeniable even even had mothers that have written to us and not that we're recommending this by any means but we've had mothers that have written to us and said they've taken their kids off medication like ritalin because the lion's mane is actually doing the job it's making them feel more present it's improving their focus they're able to have better memory and better recall a lot calmer which has been very moving for us to see and then also in terms of menopause, what we've seen um, in terms of studies that are out there, you know, lion's mane is actually shown to be balanced mood. Uh, it decreases irritability and anxiety. Uh, it reduces palpitations as well um, and also can improve sleep quality as well. Um, so lion's mane is something we always, you know, we do a lot of pop-ups like you mentioned. We have the first ever mushroom bar in Selfridges. You know, anyone that is struggling with focus or the ability to be present we always recommend they give lion's mane a grow. And it's very simple. You take a teaspoon of the powder, you know, like Simon says, it has these two compounds, which is, makes it very unique. It's, a, it's like a duo. Uh, it's heresium uh, and heronesius. It passes the blood-brain barrier, so it can repair and regrow uh, nerve damage, um, regrow brain cells. The more brain cells you, you've got, the more focus you're going to have. Um, so we always recommend that. Um, God, it's so it's yeah. so interesting, isn't it? Because like you say, we are in this day and age, being present is really, really hard. We've got so many distractions. Our phone, I mean, the phone for me is the biggest enemy for me, my kids, my husband. It's just constantly there. And unless you're like super aware and really intentional about your phone usage, it can totally drag you down ADHD or not. I think there's an element of, right, let's kind of acknowledge that. But then with Lion's Mane, if we sort of put our phone away and we know that we can get some proper work done with focus, it's it's incredible. But you mentioned irritability, mood regulation, sleep. I mean, these are really debilitating factors for people with ADHD. I know that I, a huge part of ADHD for many of my listeners and clients is emotional dysregulation, that up and down, that, that feeling of not quite knowing what mood's about to hit you. And, you know, that can be that can be taken away with medication because it always comes back and so to know that we've got something that we can sort of lean into every day whether it's used you know with a virus supplement or the powder and to know that there's been anecdotal evidence from parents who are you know supplementing their kids with lion's mane is, is very powerful I'm just interrupting today's episode because I want to let you know about a brand new workshop that I am planning. It's called Tapping Into Your ADHD Gold and it's happening on Tuesday the 14th of March at 12pm UK time. Now I speak to so many of you and so many of you tell me that you feel like there's unfulfilled potential, that if you'd known about your ADHD you would have done things differently. And now with this new diagnosis, we see life and our desires through a new lens. I want to help you tap into that goal that has always, always been there. 
And sometimes with ADHD, we don't know how to get out of our heads. We do often come to a point of self-sabotage. And I really want in this workshop to help guide you through those limiting beliefs, those old stories that have been holding you back, the knowledge that you didn't know that was there and help you come out of that stuck loop into those amazing desires, incredible ideas that you have and get them into action. Now, this can be about your career. This can be about your lifestyle. It can be about anything that you want to start living to that full potential. So if you are interested, this is a new way of working with me. This is a two hour workshop, by the way. So we will have a break in between, but this is going to be quite deep, powerful work. We're going to be going into the old beliefs, the old stuff, and we're going to clear and we're going to release. We're going to use some EFT. We're going to really get into the nooks and crannies of what you believe has been holding you back. And then we're going to start using some really powerful visualizations, manifesting desires, talking about the things that we want and really coming up with an action plan, practical steps and ideas. So this can be anything with regards to a business, anything entrepreneurial, but it can also just be about changing your life. Now you understand your ADHD brain better. And included in this prize, I'm offering an accountability live group session with me the week after. So this is going to be another hour with me really going into the practical steps. Maybe you've got some questions. Maybe you want to bounce some ideas off with the other group members and really get you over that line. So it's called Tapping Into Your Gold. It's on the 14th of March. It's 12 till 2. And then the week later, it's just going to be an hour. So that's three hours with me. Go onto my website, adhdwomenswellbeing.co.uk or head to the show notes and all the details are there. I mean, what would you say right now if someone's listening and they are really inspired by this? How quickly would you say that it takes effect? You know, can, does it, do you feel it, you know, within one dose? Is it incremental? What would you say for people who are like completely right at the beginning of this fungi journey and where to start? I think the uh, the first important thing I always found, certainly since this journey to, to answer that question, is this is not a silver bullet. You're not going to just take it and you're going to feel great within five, ten minutes. You know, the most amazing thing about these uh, mushrooms is the way that we've actually extracted from the pruning body to powder, fine powder, which as, as a result of when you put it in hot water and you consume it, it's incredibly bioavailable. So it gets into the circulatory system quick. And like Anu's saying, you have the compounds in these mushrooms. We also have all the minerals and nutrients to put the body into a homeostasis, which is that equilibrium. Uh, so it's a balance between your parasympathetic and sympathetic state. And I think most of us, we, we need to be in a homeostasis kind of state of mind so we can actually deal with these external kind of stresses. And mushrooms do this, actually, aka they're adaptogens. So they adapt to the body's stresses. So it's about consistency. And that's something we've been driving. You know, um, there's a, there is a misconception around uh, mushrooms and also the approach it really depends on your lifestyle everybody is very different it's not one size fits all so it's about finding a rhythm with these mushrooms and actually what it actually does it influences your day-to-day -day routine everything becomes ritualistic because you want to live, live your best life certainly when you're consuming something that is so natural as a hundred hundred percent fruiting body which means it's hundred percent from the mushroom from the ground it's organic so when you're consuming that day-to-day -day, you start to see subliminally things start to change in your, your lifestyle, very small things. Greater focus was talking about a calmer state of mind and a, and a calm mind is a productive mind. I think it's a very hard uh, answer to say, take it and you'll be fine within three days. It really depends, but 
by taking you know you're 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 feeding your body with all the goodness it requires to be in that homeostasis mm, yeah yeah i agree and i think also um to that point um my brother and i have always been quite ritualistic about it so what we tend to do um is so we we have a mushroom coffee um and that we developed and the mushroom coffee has 80% less caffeine because we've always over caffeinated our prior to mushrooms over caffeinated ourselves uh you, you know we were talking earlier offline about the idea of dopamine release and we're definitely dopamine chasing because the more dopamine we have the more focus we have and we got into bad habits you know when we were younger and you know caffeine was something that we used to resolve the problem but that was until we discovered mushroom coffee and the interesting thing about mushroom coffee is it has 80% well r one <laughs> has 80% less caffeine than a normal cup of coffee so you're not over caffeinating yourself and the reason you can do that is because it's blended with the mushrooms mushrooms actually are a source of natural energy so cordyceps for example can increase your lung capacity so it gets more oxygen around the body through to the muscle tissues the cells the organs uh, it can give you long sustained energy so because it's an adaptogen you don't get that spike that you would get from the stimulant of caffeine in fact it counters the caffeine that's in there there's only 50 milligrams but it also contains the lion's mane which we've obviously gone into it increases focus improves memory and recall now you know we live a fast-paced life simon's seems to be walking all the time at the moment on his treadmill but we're like always on the go what's really important to me is like you know i need to get going through the day and stopping and taking that maybe consume the drink i find it a little bit difficult myself so the I, uh, whole idea of creating a product that people already have as a behavior people already drink coffee they like the taste of it they have issues with it, it causes anxiety it stresses you out we've designed something where you can still have your cup of coffee but you get the benefits of mushrooms so it's antiviral it's antibacterial it has more antioxidants than anything else on planet uh, on planet earth so the chaga in the coffee has the equivalent of antioxidants of 600 blueberries that's more antioxidants than anything else uh, it's incredible for skin it gets rid of rosacea, acne, psoriasis. Uh, it contains melanin, also ashwagandha in there, which is known for calming. And it's got maca, which is great for sort of digestion as well. Um, so there's kind of an element with like, you're always on the go. Here's a way you can consume lion's mane and, and realize the benefits. Um, I, I'm quite susceptible to stuff like that. So I realized the benefits of lion's mane pretty quickly. And within 20 minutes, I know I'm zoned in. But in terms of because I do feel like you can influence your brain. I think that comes from your environment as well um, in terms of counter distract you as well. Like, so, you know, I, I do make it a point to put my, my phone on like sleep mode when I'm focusing on a spreadsheet or on a presentation deck or I really want to zone in on a call because as soon as something distracts me, it gets me and it goes. So I know I can amend things that are around me. And one of the things that Simon and I do every day now at some point on the afternoon, because we've learned about ourselves, is we get really distracted in the afternoon because we could become overwhelmed with so much information. Do you, do you mind me saying, Kate, sorry to interrupt on my brother's wonderful, the wonderful orator that he is. Um, if you don't mind me saying is that the proof is of this mushroom experience comes certainly from our community. And it's something my brother and I have built, which we call the Dirty Tribe. And I think we've spoken about this offline. The reason it was built was because people started to feel a sense of healing in some capacity. And what that does, it unlocks the, the door of curiosity. Because I said in the beginning of the conversation, I feel we, were, we weren't really educated about the mind and the body. And lo and behold, a mushroom that's been used for thousands of years, uh, lost in translation, now is getting attention. Obviously, there's the shroom boom that everyone keeps talking about. But um, this curiosity leads to, well, what are the other natural modalities that exist out there that can allow my body to adapt to stress? Well, the one thing 
we created this tribe was two things. People were very curious about mushrooms and curious about their, their well-being. Because one thing I feel has been lost over many years is community. And that's created uh, unfortunate chronic symptoms. has led to loneliness, which is actually prevailing over obesity and alcoholism. So loneliness is killing the spirit. Yet one thing I've always wanted to know is that we connect with more people in one day than our ancestors would have connected in a lifetime. Yet we can walk into a crowded space and yet still feel alone. And the idea of building this community, mushrooms became almost the fireplace, the place that we all come together. So we meet every morning, as I think you already know, at the Serpentine Lake. We bring our mushroom teas. Uh, it may be cold, it was about seven degrees yesterday. And uh, we have this kind of mindful meditation. We do this wonderful breath work. And I I'm using this as an example of lifestyle. It forces you to kind of look at the other alternative natural modalities exist out there that can improve mind and body consistently. Certainly when we feel we're um, being surrounded by these chronic symptoms, and that's also based on environment. And the most amazing thing we do is that there's about 30, 40 of us, actually 600 of us that exist in this tribe. But we, we basically, we interrogate the fear of the cold as one. No one wants to go in there. But the idea of doing something beyond what the mind is conventionally used to, it, it shifts the body chemistry almost instantaneously, putting your body in that kind of that sympathetic state. But it's quite amazing that what's going on on the physiological side of the body, and when doing that together as one, it's the most cathartic feeling. And of course, you're talking about dopamine. I mean, there's no other pill in the world that can boost your levels by over 250% than going into a cold lake yeah. and doing that together as one. And uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is I think mushrooms has taught us about community and how essential that is to live a long and prosperous life because another example of why it's important is that a lot of people come have adhd going through anxiety being in toxic relationships the ability you get to kind of be vulnerable and share when no one judges is an extraordinary experience in itself and that is also healing i believe the mind and the body you know and, and to know that also i personally believe that adhd should never have a negative connotation the amount of creativity I see from our friends who have it. I talked about Andy having symptoms of it as well. Uh, it's about just harnessing that advantage of, of influencing how you can actually improve your your uh, mornings and to your evenings. So the reason the tribe exists is like most everyone comes, they, they have ADHD, but it's the idea of realizing that you are still the CEO of your own body and stepping into the unknown as one is the most wonderful feeling. And I can tell you categorically, everyone has the best day after stepping away from the lake and having our teas. And, and so that's probably a gentle nod also about how it influences lifestyle to be better than yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I level, I level this. And for me, you know, community is everything. This podcast has created a community. Um, I've got um, a collective of, of women, over 70 women in, the, in, the, in my ADHD community. And I see this, that, that knowledge that, um, of that awareness of not being alone, that you're not in this alone, mm. that you're not the only person that's going through something, you know, something like that, that in itself, can be so helpful um, and on the podcast we've had a couple of episodes based you know purely on cold water exposure and the power of you know swimming and the healing power of cold water and it is incredible and I know that there is a big ADHD community who love cold water swimming purely because they have seen that impact the dopamine and it lasts with them all day um, so that's great Absolutely. to know and next time I'm in London I'm going to come and come and have a swim with you in the serpentine oh yeah that, that was sorry that was a pitch I, I hope I succeeded expectations yeah we need to get a group of us down there yeah well, listen they're, they're, we're there every day 
Um, I think also, listen, the reason I'm saying this is it, it is about lifestyle that, you know, mushrooms do teach you about the other natural modalities that exist out there. And I'd say, you know, one of our most powerful instruments that we own is breath. And if we use that consciously in any given circumstances, we can own that moment. Uh, and I wanted to share with your, your listeners, if you don't mind, there's a wonderful gentleman by the name of Dr. Andrew Will. I don't know if you've come mm -hmm. across him. He's, yeah. He's pretty much, I say, the godfather of preventional medicine. Really globalized yeah. there. He really brought mushrooms to the mass in the in the in the, in the seventies and eighties. And there was a friend of his called Robert Bolford, who was a chiropractor, and he taught him this wonderful breath work called the four seven eight. And the four seven eight is really about a very simple breath where you kind of breathe in for four seconds through the nasal, hold for seven, and then just it's like a sigh. You just breathe out. Let just let it come out for eight seconds, almost instantaneously. That puts your body into a very calm state of mind for me that's the greatest example of reishi our mushroom so reishi uh, has a compound called triterpene it has like probably 200 different types of compounds but this one specifically just by drinking it it calms the nervous system down so whether you're you have sleep anxiety you know drinking this like an hour before it puts your body in almost instantaneously in, a, in, in a, that kind of parasympathetic state it's not a sedative and i think um, apart from our coffee blend, no mushrooms have any um, uh, caffeine in there at all. It's just purely the mushrooms. I'm just fascinated the fact that you can drink something like reishi and almost improve that kind of uh, state of calmness. And actually, it's a gentle nod to the symbiosis we do share with nature. And mushrooms is a prime example of that. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's amazing to hear the passion, first of all, that you, you have um, and also just the acknowledgement that um, we have got more tools at our, our disposal. I love that, you you know, your brand is very much a well-being. It's a holistic um, approach. You know, you're talking about breath work, cold water swimming, community, um, exercise, nutrition, all of that. Like it's not like just drink the mushrooms and you're going to be fine. It's an approach. It's a little tweak throughout the day of knowing that there's more. You've got that power that I think it's like an empowerment of knowing that we have got these yeah. things at our disposal. And I think a lot of people that are probably listening to this right now are very curious to try. And I'm thinking, you know, throughout the day, we've got options and we know that, you know, we have, we've got a chilled, calm morning. We don't need to kind of power up. We've got one option. Um, if we really, you know, we've got like a really important presentation, we can use one mushroom and it's knowing that we can pick and choose I mean, would you do you recommend that where it's almost like different stages of the day, a different mushroom? So um, the way I sort of start my day is so the two mushrooms that I sort of see are the foundation of my day are lion's mane, which we've spoken a lot about already because I really want to engage my brain. Um, and then chaga, um, because chaga is a source of natural energy. Uh, in fact, it was used in Finland in World War One when they ran out of caffeine and they noticed it gave them energy it's also incredible for skin um so it helps your skin to glow and then deals with any sort of blemishes and stuff like that but it also has an active compound called beta glucans which modulates your immune system so it can stop you getting allergies uh and it can stop you getting colds and viruses so it can either upregulate or downregulate your immune system so i feel when i have lines in chaga i'm set up for energy i'm set up for focus I know that I'm not going to get ill. <laughs> and then also, um, I know my skin's going to look good uh, because it's important to look good, right? Um, and then as I get more <laughs> into the day, I'll use cordyceps. Um, so cordyceps is known as uh, sort of nature's energy enhancer. 
was saying earlier, increases the lung capacity, helps you breathe better. Very popular with people with asthma. But when I say this kind of stuff, it's not, you don't need an issue to drink these mushrooms. It's just that if you do have certain issues, they're brilliant for it. But also, if you just want a lot of energy and you don't want that spike, that crash that coffee gives you. Cordyceps is something I'll have in the afternoon before a workout. And also, so I've got energy for the rest of the day. It's also very good for hormones. So it can increase testosterone in both men and women. It can also balance out estrogen levels as well. Very popular with women with menopause. And then what I'll do is I'll have uh, reishi before bed, uh, like Simon was saying earlier. Uh, it can soothe, it can uh, get rid of anxiety. It's just great for calming the nervous system. I'm pretty sure it can also regulate uh, oestrogen and progesterone as well. It can also get rid yeah. of hot flushes. Uh, but most mm -hmm. importantly, it can improve your sleep quality. So it can imp increase your non-REM and your deep sleep. So you can remain longer uh, in that sort of deep sleep cycle. So you can wake up a lot more rested. Uh, and I know the more sleep I get, the more focused I am the next day, the more productive I am. So that's kind of how I go about my day. We also have the super blends as well. So I do like my morning coffee and that's got three mushrooms in it, but I top up the lion's mane and shagger. And then we've got our, our cacao, which is a blend with reishi. So if you don't want to taste the bitterness, I'd say all the mushrooms taste very nice on their own, but a lot of people will just add it to a coffee, add it to a smoothie, add it to a hot chocolate. It doesn't, doesn't matter as long as it's in the body, add it to any kind of liquid. People even bake with it as well. Um, but it's just very, very easy just to sort of add to, uh, to your lifestyle. I think the whole idea, what we're trying to do is get people to make a commitment to looking after their health and understanding their health so they can take control of their health. And mushrooms is what leads to that. And then building that ecosystem and environment of wellness around you, like we have done and seen the incredible improvement it's had for us. Yeah. I think it's really powerful what you're saying and that sort of breakdown of sort of morning, afternoon, evening. Um, is very helpful. So thank you for that. I've written that down. Tell me, you know, before we, we finish, what is the future for, for Dirty? What are you planning? What's on the agenda? And I guess where, where do you see mushrooms going? Is this just the beginning? Is this the tip of the iceberg? Um, are people, you know, are people investing? Where do you want to see Dirty? And, and what hopefully what do you envisage for the, for the future of mushrooms? So, okay, so when we started this, we started this because it transformed our life and the people around us. We knew because of all the studies we had done, you know, two of our investors are the leading mycologists in the world as well. We knew the impact that mushrooms can make, particularly in with today's generation, when we look at you know, issues of anxiety, mental health, sleep, immunity and stuff like that. It is crazy that not everyone is drinking mushrooms. I think, you know, my brother and I love a problem. We love solving it like coming up with ideas is like we talk about it being the crack for the thinking mind <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, that's probably us chasing our dopamine all the time but um so basically the issue that exists is that uh there's a lot of mushroom products on the marketplace but majority of them are of a very low quality and the consumer because it's a new ingredient to most although it's been around longer than us doesn't know what they're looking for and therefore, it's important for us, and when we started this journey, is that we create a brand that is trusted and that uh, our customers become loyal to. 
And we've done and achieved that by making sure we have the purest and most potent form of these mushroom extracts. We have a partner that certifies the quality and we have third party uh, labs that actually certify the standards that we have set. So we will reject a batch if it doesn't have the exact quality or more than we actually want. And we're very consistent in that. Uh, we want everyone to have a positive experience and that starts with having the best quality ingredients. So our positioning was all about doing that so we can get the trust and loyalty, but also so we can become an authority. So we can come on podcasts like yourselves and talk to an ADHD related community, for example, who can benefit from the mushrooms uh, and also create, and you referred to, I love it that you said that because that was always our goal, is creating an aspirational lifestyle uh, brand because there's no point of, if you're going to consume something every day as a routine, why consume something that does one thing that might make you more focused and energize you, but then might also create the ramifications of anxiety and affect sleep? Why not have a, a drink that's packed full of six different ingredients that are completely natural, that do all the things that this generation needs, you know, to be healthy, a stronger immune system, look after your skin, help you sleep better. So when you talk about what the future looks like, we've had a very, very successful start. I mean, we've got triple digit growth quarterly uh, within the business. Uh, we've got a very loyal fan base. 43% of people who buy with us will rebuy within 30 days, which shows you the product works. And we've run their trust and loyalty, which means we can go and we can launch new products because we know we've won their hearts. And when you get to their hearts, you get their minds, you can take them anywhere. So. Our whole thing is going forward into 2023 is we're going to be launching a lot more countries. We're going to be leaving the shores of the UK and we're going to be launching into uh, the Middle East. We're going to be launching into the States. We're going to be launching a lot more new products, a lot more new super blends, but also different vessels for you to sort of receive your mushrooms because we want to make it as easily and accessible to as many people as possible. The ultimate goal is to be the leading wellness and health brand in the world, enabling people to take control of their health uh, and their lifestyle as a result. We're extremely ambitious. We've just closed a huge fundraising round. Uh, so we've now got the war chest in order for us to achieve all our goals and ambitions. Um, but I don't know if you wanted to add anything else. Si. I don't know. I didn't know all this was public knowledge, but there we go. Here we go. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Kate. Well, all I can say um, is it's like hugely inspiring because um, not only is this a well-being podcast, I know that a lot of the listeners are ADHD entrepreneurs themselves. Um, they have that bug. They have that desire, like you say, the, the crack, the crack of the the brainstorming and the ideas, and having all these ideas and wanting to set up businesses. And sometimes the ADHD does get in the way. And so to hear your story and to see the passion and the fact that you've created this from a very niche product you've believed in the mushrooms you've um, worked together I do believe that for ADHD entrepreneurs we have to have that passion and that integrity behind us otherwise we just can't we can't move forward we have I do believe it's a lot about the integrity and truth and authenticity and the fact that you guys are doing this um is is, is wonderful and, and hugely inspiring and I'm really glad that um you've come on the podcast because you've told the story from um the mushroom the holistic side the well-being side but you've also given us a snapshot of the the business side and you know if you guys can do it and you've been able to believe in the product then I, I do 
do believe that lots of other people can do it as well. So I'm just wishing you loads of luck and success. I'm a huge fan and I know that people will want to get hold of this. Now, we do have lots of listeners from all around the world and I know that you said that you are, you know, expanding. So can you tell them how they can access your products? Um, do you have a code? Do you have anything exciting that they can um, they can download? Um, and especially anyone that's international, what can they do? We ship internationally. So wherever you are in the world, we, we have customers. So we do ship internationally. Um, the best place to get access to our products is on our website, um, which is dirty, D-I-R-T-E-A world.com. Uh, all our products are on there. We do all our launches first there for our community. Uh, if you like doing the more conventional, going to a store, uh, we're in Planet Organic, we're in Dalesford, we're in Selfridges, we're in lots of sort of local healthy organic stores as well. Uh, Harvey Nichols so um, we're easily accessed uh, but yeah best place is to sort of buy it online on our website uh, we're currently running a first order 10 is the code uh, so you can get 10% off your first order and uh, you can sign up to our newsletter uh, Simon in particular is always writing lots of uh, advice for people definitely sign up to the newsletter brilliant <laughs> Andy and Simon thank you so much for sharing your knowledge giving us an insight into how the mushrooms can help us um, and yeah I can't wait to see where the brand goes I'm looking forward to following you with great interest thank you so much thanks for having us thank you thank you for having us and for the platform Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you found what you were looking for in this conversation and it's helped guide you towards some further self-healing, self-exploration and most importantly, self-acceptance. And if you have enjoyed this conversation and would like to experience more of my work, such as access to exclusive live workshops and opportunities for group coaching sessions, connecting with other like-minded women and a general feeling of belonging, please come and check out my monthly membership, the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Collective. I've made it as affordable as possible, and I offer you lots of resources and opportunities for connection and support from other women all around the world being diagnosed with ADHD later on in life. I'd absolutely love to see you there. All the details are in this episode's show notes or on my website, adhdwomenswellbeing.co.uk. See you in the next episode.